Hello and welcome to A Photographer in Atlanta, a podcast about being a professional photographer in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm your host, Kevin Curry, and if you're curious to see my photography work, you may visit my website, photographybykevininatlanta.com. Well, these past two weeks have been absolutely interesting. Um, <laughs> one has well, one thing happened that was a little disappointing, but it is what it is. And the other was so amazing that I, I'm about to burst at the seams to tell you about it. But I'm going to start off with the one project that I was really hoping to get launched. Uh, it was a project titled I Am Trans, and this was going to be an awareness project to highlight uh, people in the trans community and to highlight that they're really not any different from anyone else. Now, the idea was to gather volunteers, and as a thank you, they would receive multiple photos from the shoot as a thank you. Now, this project was laid out as a volunteer awareness project. We were looking for volunteers. The time that they would spend was maybe 30 minutes at most, and the ultimate goal was to have this in the gallery where we could uh, really reach as many people as possible for this awareness project. Things were going really well. I was able to reach out to someone in the community who then put me in touch with others who may be interested in this project, and we started getting one or two interested people, which is wonderful. That's always a good sign that they believe in the project. And this is something that others may find interesting as well. Then we started getting into a little bit of a kind of a sticky area where even though the announcement was laid out perfectly, well, as perfect as it can be, I suppose, where they said this is a volunteer project, this is an awareness project, we are only looking for 30 minutes of your time. If you do have that available, that would be wonderful. And you would receive a minimum of four photographs from this shoot as a thank you. So far, so good. Then, things. this is where things, as I mentioned, got a little bit sticky. There were multiple people that just kind of ignored the volunteer aspect of it and started asking, well, how much are you going to pay me for my time? One person wanted catering from this very high-end restaurant. <laughs> another one, uh, another another person, uh, or another request, rather, was for 13 photos minimum. Another person wanted uh, their own area to change. They wanted to change like you know, seven or eight times. This really got out of control. So, unfortunately, we just had to cancel the project shelve it. And a, there was a lot of disappointment from these few people. And unfortunately, it started to echo that this is the way the photo shoot should be. And I've never run into anything like that before. In all of the 20 years that I've been doing these type of projects, this is the first time I've ever seen anything quite like this. So it was a little unusual, and we certainly want to try it again later on. But for now, unfortunately, this particular project has been shelved. Now, this next project is one that I have to use my words very carefully because I have a non-disclosure agreement. That's how secretive this project is. And it's not secretive because it's from a corporation or 
uh, anything that's going to be released later on. This is a individual who reached out to me to photograph their massive collection. And when they use the word massive collection, sometimes collectors will exaggerate a little bit. You know, they'll say, oh, it's massive, you know, when in fact maybe it's like 50 pieces, you know, which is, which is an average size collection for a lot of people. And this particular client asked, uh, have I uh, had any experience with product photography, meaning that you have a very specific setup. Usually it's a white background and you'll have the products there and You'll take multiple angles for maybe a catalog or advertising, things of that nature. And I did relay that, yes, I have uh, extensive experience in this. They wanted to meet, and we met at a Starbucks. I can say that. We met at Starbucks, getting a little more information. And then they said, well, would you like to see the collection to see what you will be working with? And I said, Terrific. I'm thinking that we're going to go back to this individual's home. <laughs> oh, my heavens, no. We, <laughs> we drove to this off-site location of this building that was massive. Um, there is multiple security protocols put in place. Uh, can't really get into any more than that. But what I can say is that when I walked into a room... It looked like a museum. There were items that were under glass, on pedestals. It literally looked like a museum, and I was blown away. My client looked at me and said, oh, this is nothing. I thought, what are you kidding? What do you mean this is nothing? Now, I will say, and and I, I did get permission to talk about a few pieces. This museum area had an original Star Wars character in box, perfectly sealed from the 70s. These were like the very first figures that came out. My brain exploded because I played with these as a kid and I thought, oh my gosh, this this is amazing. So we walked through another door and there was yet another room that was based on museum-like quality. And I, and I say like quality because there's so many displays and cabinets and things. That had a very another uh, had another very popular series, and each room was themed to that series. It was the most incredible, amazing thing I have ever seen in my life. I'm seven years old again. My mouth was hitting the floor multiple times. My client was so tickled because I was as, as excited as they are about this collection. So you know, it's a great partnership. But nothing prepared me for what I saw next. And I asked for very specific permission for this. And they said, you can mention one thing out of all of this. This was a very difficult decision because I had to choose one thing out of this particular collection to talk about. I really can't go into much detail, but I will say this. You walk into this room and it looks like a store from the 80s. And there are shelves, there are glass cabinets, and in these cabinets are original 2600 games in the box, and they look brand new. The dedication to this collection was beyond mind-blowing, and I still can't get over it. 
how you walk in and it's like you walk, you're walking into a retail store and you're seeing this 2600, uh, Atari 2600 rather, I should be more specific about that, video game system. That was like one of the, one of the first ones that came out uh, back in the 80s and I, I just couldn't believe it. Then I walked into another area and I just, <laughs> I actually went, this is amazing. And I just yelled it out. And my client was just laughing because there was, I, I don't know how many original arcade games from the 70s and 80s and 90s. I, I was blown away and it was set up like an old arcade. This was amazing. So after I had a moment to gather myself, because it's rare that in a professional environment that I will show my emotion to such a degree because you want to remain neutral and you're like, oh, this is terrific. Oh, ain't great. And you can show some expression of excitement. But I was going completely fanboy crazy, which is really rare for me to do in front of a client. And it and come to find out it really worked well because that's what they were looking for. They were looking for this energy you know, the, the same passion that they have for this insane, beautiful collection. What they want to do is to catalog every single piece. And they're making their own inventory book catalog, uh, but they wanted it done in a very specific way where each item is moved to a white background and it's photographed in multiple angles. So this is a long-term cataloging project, which, whew, wow, it's just, just wow. And because of the complexity of this project, I am not able to publish any of these photos. In fact, once all the editing is done, I am required to give all originals, including the SD cards, to the client to maintain their privacy, which is something that I have never had asked before, but I can appreciate it and I absolutely respect that. So I've been working on this for uh, a little while now and I'm still so tickled. And to have <laughs> the original Darth Vader in the Kenner packaging uh, in my hand. Now, granted, I had to wear white gloves, which is absolutely appropriate was not offended. In fact, if the client didn't even mention it, I would have brought it up because that's how rare these things are. Um, the value of the collection is just unknown. Uh, and I believe that's probably why all the secretive nature, all the security, the undisclosed location, uh, it's, it's insane. It really is. It, it's just beyond the coolest thing I've ever experienced. So I'm going to be working on this for quite some time. And, and let me just tell you that my arm is, was twisted so hard to do this project. I figured, well, someone has to do it, so I volunteered. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> I don't want to put you through this. <laughs> it's such an amazing project. Uh, I'm really hoping at some point the client will uh, ease up on the restrictions because I would love to show you some of these pieces that is in the collection. However, I believe that they are going to hold strong with their original premise, and, and that's certainly fine. So perhaps there will be another collector somewhere down the road that I will be able to share photos with you. And speaking of photos, back in episode one, I was telling you about Ponce City Market, and I took a photo using what was called a lens orb, 
or photo orb or lens ball, crystal ball. People call it all kinds of things. Well, I submitted that to what is called the ACP, and this is Atlanta Celebrates Photography. It's a group that kind of highlights uh, photographers in the Atlanta area. Really cool thing. And one of my pieces, the piece I was mentioning, the Ponce City Market with the lens ball, was accepted. And I'm really excited about this because if you do live in Atlanta, you can swing by Emory Point uh, to see what's called the ACP Public Art ATL at the core. Uh, This is an outdoor exhibition located at Emory Point, and it invites local photographers to define Atlanta. And I love their description of this. From peach pies to railroad ties, Our southern metropolis is steeped in tradition yet remains in constant motion. So this is pretty cool. There's an opening reception October 3rd from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And the public art will be visible through October 3rd through the 30th. And if you are not familiar, Emory Point is near uh, Emory University. Uh, And I will put the link in the notes if you would like to check it out. So I'm pretty excited about this. This is really fun, and I'm, I can't wait to see the other work from the. Uh, and I, you know, I'm just looking at the list here now, and I recognize at least two names. So this is pretty cool. I'm really excited to see uh, what happens. So that is what's been happening these past two weeks. I'm sorry I didn't get a podcast out last week. Things have been a little interesting, as you can tell, along with the hurricane that was heading towards Florida. My parents did come up to get out of the storm. Thankfully, they went home to almost zero damage. I wish we could say everyone had that uh, same luxury. Uh, There's so many people that are uh, just devastated. And my goodness, we have to help them out if we can. So thank you again for tuning in. If you like this episode, we certainly hope that you will subscribe. And I look forward to talking with you on the next episode. Have a great week.